Hey there, it's Mastin Kip, and so excited to be with you today. I want to talk to you today about something really important. If you have a habit that you want to change, or maybe you're not getting to a goal, there's a goal that you want to achieve that you're not quite there yet, there's a way in which you can actually create a new habit. And it's important to understand that when you have a craving, maybe you have a craving like I do, like around 7 or 8 o'clock at night, sometimes I get that sugar craving, maybe you have a craving to go see a film, uh, maybe you have a craving to work really hard, you have a craving to be in a relationship, you have a craving to feel better, or maybe you have like cravings that don't, they're not good for you. Maybe you, have, maybe you crave pasta and Alfredo sauce I, all day, every day, I don't know. But what's true is that when we look at habits, when we look at trying to change your life, there's a process that we can invoke to quickly change habits. And it requires a little bit of um, consciousness, it requires a little bit of awareness, but when we really get clear on this process of how to change a habit, it becomes crystal clear how to change your life. And if you really think about the quality of your life, the quality of your life is the quality of the habits that you have. So bad habits produce a bad life. A stressful habit is a stressful life. A loving habit is a loving life. A successful habit is a successful life. So if you're stuck in a habit process or a craving process that's hard to get rid of, today I'm going to share with you how to get through that. So here's what we do. There's a great book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, and he talks about this thing called the habit loop, which is this three-part process. It starts with a cue, then there's an action, and a reward. So I'll give you an example. In my life, usually around six, seven, eight o'clock at night, I, the cue is this like sugar craving that I start to get. And the old habit used to be eating any food in sight, no matter what it was, to satisfy that craving, and the reward was, ah temporary dopamine, right? Unfortunately, about two years ago, I was diagnosed with prediabetes and this had to completely shift and completely change. So I had to change that habit and I had enough you know, um, persistence and enough dedication to want to change the habit, but I learned a lot about how to actually change the habit. So here is what's so cool. When you have that process, that cue, the action, and the reward, you want to look in your life and go, what's cueing you? So maybe it's a time of day, or maybe it's a person, or it's a stressful situation, or it's the environment that you're in. Uh, maybe it's a coworker. Maybe who knows what it might be. But you want to look at what's cueing you. It might be your children. It might be your family. It might be looking at your bank account and you get all stressed out. So really look at what's cueing you, and what has your past action been? Maybe you stayed in a job that you hate. Maybe you ordered Domino's pizza like crazy. <laughs> I've done that a few times. Uh, maybe you binged on alcohol or had you know crazy promiscuous sex. Or maybe you were just, you know, getting addicted to social media and distracting yourself. So look at that habit. And then what's the reward? The reward might be distraction. The reward could be, you know, feeling good about yourself temporarily, temporarily feeling safe after you consume some sugar or feeling peaceful. But long term, you can see that obviously these habits don't have to, um, they don't work. So what this means is when you want more in your life, it means you want more of that reward. So the reward for me used to be, after like, you know, tons of sugar, feeling satisfied, well, my new reward is a healthy body. So my old behavior, that old action, won't produce that same level of reward. I gotta go to that next level of my action. So the cool thing is I can take that same cue, which is that nighttime craving, all I have to do is change the action and I can produce a better reward. So it's really simple. So a lot of people like to get mad at themselves for having cravings or thinking that they're bad people because they have cravings or that there's something negative about that, but you crave for a reason. Usually it's an emotional reason. And so what I did was is that I put pattern interrupts in my life where around that time, especially on like a Friday, Saturday night, I was already doing something that's gonna reward me. So maybe it's a massage. I've been lately getting into like uh, escape rooms late at night. That's a really fun thing to do during that time for me. Uh, Kundalini yoga, meditation. There's lots of different things I can do during that time to change my behavior. And by the way, when I'm not binging at night, 
well, then I'm healthier in the morning. I start to lose weight. So interrupting that one habit, that one pattern with just some compassion for myself saying, you know what, you're going to have a craving at night. You want to feel connected. There's an emotional need here. Just changing the pattern from you know, food to yoga or food to an escape room or food to a massage or food for a walk is a game changer. So the same thing can be true in your life. So there's five questions you want to ask yourself uh, when there's a habit that you want to change. You want to say, where am I? What time is it? Um, what's my emotional state? Um, who else is around me? And what happened right before I got triggered? So it's, where am I? What time is it? Who else is around me? Um, and also, you want to ask, like, who else is here and what was happening right before I, all this process happened? If you can journal that for seven days and get really crystal clear on what's going on when you get triggered, you're going to get really crystal clear. Is it your environment? Is it the people that you're around? Is it an emotional need? Is it, um, you know, after a long day, stressful day? What's triggering you? And then you get out front of that and start to install patterns and behaviors that will allow you to actually step into um, a new life and take care of that emotional need. So don't make yourself wrong for having a craving. Don't make yourself uh, feel bad for having a craving. Really work with your cravings and get your needs and cravings met in a healthy way and it'll change the habits of your life and it'll completely change your life. So please, if you will, take action today. Really keep a list of these questions. Notice the cues, the actions, and the rewards. Let's get busy changing your life because you only have one life to live. No moment is guaranteed. My deepest wish is that you get out there, take action, and make it real. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.